Welcome to the Dietitian Dad Podcast. I am Michael Murphy, father of three, registered dietitian, and your dad when it comes to weight loss, nutrition, and health. No quick fixes or easy answers here, just evidence-based advice to help you permanently change your life. Oh, wow, two weeks goes by quickly when I do these. You know, if you like this podcast, this is episode number 32, by the way, and you're a fan and you really get a lot out of this, I do these once every two weeks because they are time-consuming for me. However, I get feedback and, and I feel like there's a demand for more. I can do these once a week. I have tons and tons of topics. All I ask from you, the listener, is to review my podcast, share it, get the word out there, and I'm, I'm doing more of them. I promise you that. Um, reach out to me and let me know if you enjoy the podcast and, and the more feedback I get, and also with topics, the more likely I can do more for you. Anyways, I am recording this, uh, at, well, the day before Memorial Day. You might be listening to this on Memorial Day. And I just want to wish all of you a happy holiday and all our service members and families a big thank you. We appreciate anybody and everybody who has served our country. If you are a listener and you are a veteran, I want to personally thank you. I really from the bottom of my heart, appreciate everybody that sacrifices for this country. Okay, in this episode, I'm going to go deep into some great news in the weight loss medication industry. And for, I think, the first time in my career, I am actually excited about a weight loss medication that I think is showing to be something that does actually work long term. And that's the key and that's the important thing for me when I recommend or don't recommend somebody take a medication for weight loss, my biggest concern is when they stop taking that medication, they gain all of their weight back. Before I get into that great topic, though, I want to say a few words about something I see and have seen recently, and that are clients and patients and even strangers from around the world reaching out to me because they're gaining weight back. So the topic of weight regain, I was considering doing a whole podcast on it, but I feel like in my past episodes, I've covered uh, strategies and things that I recommend for people that are gaining weight back or regaining their weight. So there's a lot of answers to be found in previous episodes, but I have a few things to say about it right here. I see so many of my patients, or they tell me that even though they're losing weight, even though they've lost a lot of weight, over 100 pounds. They still can't kick out of their head the thought that they might one day gain all of it back. And that's one of the scariest thoughts that they express to me. And I want to so badly reassure them that that could possibly never happen, couldn't possibly ever happen. But I also have to be completely honest, and I tell them, Yes, there's always a chance, but you know what? There's always a chance that you go out into this cruel world in your car or you just every single day you're taking a risk. And we can't think of all the bad things that can go wrong in our daily lives because it would, it would take too much time in our brains. Same thing with the thought of regaining weight. But the more that you work on yourself and you put the hard work in, the less chance you'll have of regaining the weight. It doesn't ever mean you're 100% um, assured of never doing it, but you can do a lot of goodness for yourself 
just in the same way that you can make sure your car is in good repair and make sure you have um, taken good driving lessons to make sure that you decrease your odds of getting to a car accident when you go out on the road. But let's say despite knowing all this, whatever happened happened to you or it might happen to you and you gained, let's just say, 20 pounds back over the last few months because you are not perfect and it can happen. The first thing I would recommend you do is try to get a sense of why you've re been regaining your weight. What in your life has changed? What have you changed to cause your weight to start going up more? There's usually always a reason. You might not even think there, there is or you might not notice there is. And you might continue to say, no, I haven't done anything different. But I still want you to keep digging and digging to try to find a reason. If you do find that reason, obviously we're going to start you know, chipping away at the cause. And we're going to change that back to what you used to do. If you absolutely cannot find a reason, okay, fine, we'll still work on it. But you're getting back to the basics of what got you down in the first place, whether it was through weight loss surgery or it was not. It doesn't matter. Either way, getting back to looking at your caloric intake and making sure you're in a calorie deficit is the first most important thing that you can do for yourself, which means you got to cancel things. you got to stop engaging in behaviors that take you away from what you have to do to focus on yourself, which can be a full-time job for a little while. So the biggest piece of advice I need from you, or need to give to you, is to make sure you identify the cause of the regain. If you absolutely cannot, that's okay, but try your best to do so. And then chip away at what you've changed to get, and get yourself back to what worked the first time around. And once you do that, you're going to be woke again. You're going to feel like you have control again, whereas you lost it. And that should result in a few pounds of weight loss right off the bat. But to truly lose the weight you gained back, unfortunately, the truth is, it's going to take even more work to lose it again. Every time you lose and gain weight and lose it again, it just gets a little bit harder. So remember that. Remember the level of effort you have to put in to re-lose that weight. Okay, let's move on to the main topic, and that would be the weight loss medication I referred to earlier. You may or may not have heard of it. It's getting out there. It's getting more popular. It's called Wegovy. It's also known as semaglutide. Consider Wegovy the brand name, basically. It's a once-a-week injection. Okay, so why am I so excited about this and a lot of doctors are excited about this? Before I get into that, I do want to make this disclaimer. If you are considering going on weight loss medication, consult with your doctor. Um, this, is, this podcast is for informational purposes only. Make sure you talk to your doctor to make that decision. Okay, back to Wegovy. So it was approved by the FDA about a year ago in June. And it's, it's really showing some amazing results. Now, with that said, there are some who do not respond to treatment. Um, and that's understandable because nothing is 100% perfect. And what it does basically is it decreases the time it takes for you to feel full. So you can eat less food and you can feel that sense of fullness earlier than you may feel without it. 
Um, it means that you may not desire snacking. It means that you may not want to eat as early after your last meal. Now what's really cool about this one is it mimics a hormone. That hormone is called glucagon-like peptide 1, GLP for short, or GLP-1 for short. That hormone is um, basically secreted in the gut, and it targets receptors throughout the body, including the brain. So when a person eats that GLP-1, it sends that brain the signal that the, the, the person is full, basically. And another way that Wagobi works is it, or semaglutide works, is it decreases the gastric emptying, which means basically that the contents of the food moving through the stomach into the first part of the small intestine will be um, delayed, so you, the person will feel full longer. So what does all this mean, basically broken down into a sentence? A person on Wagobi is getting basically a shot, um, a synthetic shot into their, into their body that mimics the fullness feeling. So basically they're feeling full longer because it, it's acting as that hormone GLP-1. It's that simple. So the person eats less, feels less desire to eat, so forth and so on. They did a study that was published in the New England Journal of Medicine, and they did it with participants who took the medication and those who took a placebo, so nobody knew what they were taking. And those who took Wigobi lost 20% of their body weight. I should say not everyone. Um, <laughs> that would be great. But no, about a third of those who took, ended up taking the medication, lost 20% of their body weight. Now, of course, you're familiar with other medications used in the past that also influence appetite. The, the biggest thing that we're seeing with Wigovi is that although there are side effects, things like nausea and some issues uh, with hydration or dehydration, some participants had trouble staying hydrated. Um, some were more tired than normal, so but, but still, side effects weren't crazy, you know, scary, basically. But here's the unfortunate truth about obesity or weight loss for most people, not everybody. And that's a, this involves any treatment for weight loss in that it has to be pretty much a permanent treatment to, for it to work permanently. So most of your past weight loss medications, as I said earlier, as soon as our participants stopped taking them, the, the, the weight came back on. Same as if somebody had weight loss surgery, such as a lap band. As soon as a lap band is removed, they gain their weight back. Um, so it has to be something that is permanent. And what, what they're seeing with Wigovi is that the person can take Wigovi for, I, I, dare, I don't want to say lifetime, but for many years, not just three months and stop. So the, the, the excitement there is that uh, permanently getting on this medication for life is um, going to result in weight loss and keeping that weight off permanently. Now look, does it, does it suck that the person can't just get off the medication and, and just live their life? Sure, I mean, it's, I'm sure some people will try and see if they keep their weight off, and the hope is that they will, because let's face it, the hope is always that a person can keep their weight off without any type of medication or other intervention. Um, but, the, but again, the excitement comes around the fact that maybe somebody who doesn't want to have weight loss surgery or doesn't feel they're big enough for weight loss surgery, um, let's say, uh, let's use an example, female, five foot two, weighs 200 pounds, and just wants to get to a healthy weight for them at 150, 
this is an exciting opportunity for someone like that. They, they can get on this medication. I don't believe it's too expensive as a prescription and see some results. Now, it's not guaranteed. And yes, there still is the onus and the education on the patient to make the right choices, to be active and exercise and all the things that go along with weight loss. Of course it is. And it's not probably going to be simple and easy and nothing ever is. But again, I want to reiterate that as of right now in 2022, um, I think we're seeing some exciting developments with this medication and the roads will probably lead down to more medications that, that kind of focus on these hormones that affect our feelings of fullness, our feelings of hunger, and allow a person to permanently keep their weight off. And that's always been what I focus on when I work with somebody. I'm always trying to find ways and behaviors and changes in their lifestyle to get that weight off for life. And just so you know, like not everybody's a, um, a, a candidate for this. I mean, you have to have a BMI. We still use that BMI, which I guess is okay in this case. I'm not a fan, but in this case, it's okay. If you have a BMI greater than 30, you are a candidate. If your BMI is 27 or higher, you need a comorbidity such as blood pressure issues, diabetes, high cholesterol. The medication is not recommended for those with a personal or family history of certain endocrine or thyroid tumors. Um, so there's some, the, a doctor is obviously going to have to go over your medical history with you and make sure you're a candidate. And as, as, as I, I think I said earlier, about 13% of those with obesity in the, in the clinical trials did not lose any weight. So you've got to temper your expectations. It may not work for you if you go on it. Okay, so now you know a lot more about Wagovi, GLP-1, and it's a good thing if you didn't know about this before you listened to the podcast. But what does this all say about weight loss for us? And what, what, what's our takeaway here? And, and as myself, somebody who works in the industry more in weight loss surgery, but I also work non-weight loss surgery patients. And at the end of the day, I'm always ec ecstatic when somebody can permanently lose weight, at least permanently working with me, um, the old-fashioned way, quote-unquote, no surgery, no medication, just good old-fashioned changes in habits. But there's always going to be a, per a certain percent of the population, I don't know what percent that is, and it may be you listening, who, um, who do your best and you try so, so hard. And then I see this all the time in weight loss surgery. You, you focus on caloric deficit, you exercise, you see a little bit of results, maybe, maybe, maybe 10, 20 pounds. You gain it back, you, you, you repeat over and over again. Sometimes, in my case, seeing somebody in their 50s or 60s who've done it since they were in their 20s. Um, so something like a medication that actually can work for you is, is not a cop-out. It's not a giving up. It's something that you, could, you should definitely try. Just like weight loss surgery. You don't really want to try weight loss surgery. You want to do it. Same with the medication, I should say. But aside from those options and kind of that just working with a, a dietitian health coach like myself or somebody else that you enjoy working with or, or see that you want to hire, the other things out there, you know, the Weight Watchers, and I've talked about this in past um, episodes you know, there's nothing wrong with Noom. There's nothing wrong with Weight Loss Watchers, Jenny Craig, all the other billion-dollar industries that are out there promoting their programs. I, I, I begrudge nobody from trying them. 
if it gives you that sense of excitement to, to you're starting something new, um, then, then please don't listen to me. I mean, go for it. But at the end of the day, these things almost always result in regaining of weight. And what does that do to the person? It mentally sets them back, knowing they have to restart all over again. And it's so mentally draining to do that. So if you're stuck in your body and your body's not cooperating with you in terms of just a, whatever weight you are, in terms of how you feel, in terms of any health issues that you may have because of the weight you have on you, you know, you have so many options. You have so many people coming at you with different opportunities. Some cost a lot of money and some are free of charge. At the very least, if you're not going to jump into the medication or the surgery world, gifts, whatever you choose a chance to work, but, but understand that it's going to be, give yourself that slow and steady weight loss. If you start losing 10 pounds or 15, 20 pounds in the first month, the odds are you're going to gain that weight back. I know it's fun to celebrate. Just It also depends on how much you have to lose or need to lose. Um, but the slow and steady world, and I preach this all the time on my social media like TikTok and Instagram, is always the answer even when it comes to medications or weight loss surgery. I can't tell you how many times a weight loss surgery patient has come in to see me after two or three months and felt like they weren't losing fast enough. I usually say, you know what, that's a good thing. I always, I always laugh at that because they, they think they should have lost 50 pounds and, and they lost 30 pounds, for instance. I'm always like, oh, you're good. This is an important thing to understand is that the slower and steadier the weight loss, the better the odds by far, of keeping that weight off. So don't forget that. All right. Well, if you, if you end up using that medication or you are using it, I'd love to hear from you what you think about it. Um, I hope you enjoyed it if you made it this far. And, and if you're listening to my podcast, you know, fine, listen to me at normal speed, but move that sucker up to 1.2 or, or 1.5 speed. You get through it quicker, but you can still hear me. I try not to have too many ums or ahs in my podcast, but if you didn't know that, you should do that. That's how I listen to my podcasts. And you should also, as soon as you click off here, go review me. I'd love to hear what you think. Reviews are so, so big in the podcast world. So please give me a review. I would so appreciate it. And um, the summer's just getting started. I hope you have plans. I hope you have good plans, fun plans, but also plans for your health and, and bettering yourself. Don't forget, give me more feedback if you want more podcasts more often. I'll see you in two weeks. Until then, take care. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at dietitian underscore dad while you wait for the next episode to drop. And remember, permanent changes lead to permanent results. <laughs>